Welcome to Pastors Confidential. We're Michelle and Eric Waters. Two pastors. One podcast. Here's what we're talking about today. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Very well, thank you. Good. And yourself? I'm great because we have our daughter home. Yes. I'm okay. Yes, very we picked excited up. Excited for that. One daughter on Saturday at UT. Yeah. It was very hot. It was very hot, and I did something I've never done before in my life, and I don't know if I'll ever do again. What was it? And that is go to a vegan restaurant. Oh yes, yes. We, me and Ellie have come to love this place in Austin called Counterculture. Yes, it was definitely countercultural. It was definitely kind of, the people that go there are definitely countercultural. Uh, lots of weird color hair, lots of tattoos, lots yeah, of piercings. Interesting conversations we eavesdropped yes. on. Yes, oh my goodness, you know, yeah. such interesting conversations. But by, I yes. will say though that the food was surprisingly good. It's so good. So it was it was an experience for me. I mean, yeah. I've never been anything like that. Don't know if I'll ever go again, but the, the food was, was really quite <laughs> yeah. good. What did so. you have again? I had, uh, it was a quesadilla. Yeah, so yeah. it's pretty easy to do mm-hmm. that. Well, you can't put the cheese in and stuff there. It's pretty no, easy to it was, make it was, that It was very good, very good yes. meal. No, so it's great to have Ellie back. We're really thrilled. She did fantastic in her freshman year. And oh, my goodness. We're excited mm-hmm. that she's back home. Yep. And it's great to see her with the boys again, you know, kind of see the family reunited. So mm-hmm. that's a lot of fun. Yep. Had a busy day yesterday. My goodness gracious. We had uh, you know, normal church services in the morning, and then we had a baccalaureate service in the evening. And then you and I went out for a little date night. We went yeah. to that new place uh that was Free not a vegan Rome. restaurant. That was definitely not a vegan restaurant. I had a, I think I had a bison burger just to kind of make up for it. <laughs> but it was really good. Really good. Yeah, this yeah. is a new... Um, oh, it's good. It's a brewery. We're talking about wine today in the podcast. Yeah. So we went to a brewery last night. Yeah. Um, a new one in Bernie. And we had a nice time. And um, then, yeah, but the baccalaureate service, that's the kind of Christian mm-hmm. service for the graduates. Uh, you know, at most graduations, you can't do too much about blessing in Jesus and whatnot. But in Texas, they actually do. You always oh, hear fantastic. the teachers pray and yeah, stuff. So wonderful. it's not a big deal. But this is a really nice time where the kids can hear uh, their teachers and coaches mm-hmm. and a local pastor yourself yeah. um, speak about the Lord and bless their lives. And so that's what uh, you did yesterday. You spoke about Hannah and Samuel. Yeah. yeah. Well, this is, I think I've been to four baccalaureate services, you know, involved in one way or the other. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I remember at one point I was thinking, boy, if I ever get involved to, if I ever get invited to preach, here's what I'm going to preach about. So oh. I kind of wrote down some notes and oh, you did. sure enough oh. this year I got invited. So I was really excited to pull okay. out those notes and go for it. Yes. Yeah. But my, my basic point was, uh, was that, you know, the story of Hannah and Samuel. Uh, and so Hannah asks for a child from the Lord. Uh, she, the Lord gives her a child, Samuel, and then Hannah has to give him back. And mm-hmm. so that was, that's preaching to the parents yep. that, you know, God has given you this child and it's now time to, to give the child back to the Lord and let them go. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then for Samuel, you know, Samuel's given to the Lord and he hears the Lord uh, speaking to him in the temple. Mm-hmm. Uh, and God has great plans and purposes for him and through Israel through him. So that was speaking to the students that God has a plan and purpose for you. And so listen for his voice. Yeah. Yeah. So I was really pleased. It was very good. And Thanks. yes, and you brought up the point that Hannah, the family of Hannah resembles ours because she had two girls. And, and four boys. That's right. And we actually have a Samuel. We named him after we this do. part of the Bible where uh, the Lord hears her prayer um, for a child. We had already had two children, but we yeah. were praying for a boy, so that yeah. it works. And it worked. And it worked. Yeah, yeah. It worked too well. Yeah. It well, worked way, way, way too well. Oh, no. Yes, it did. No. We could have had one boy and then the rest girls after him. No, that's great to have four boys. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> Smelly. Great. It's rude and loud, be. but it's fun. <laughs> 
Okay. Anyways, enough of that. We're going to talk about being rude and loud today when we talk about yes, drunkenness. We are. Now, before we get going, mm-hmm. we are again, we are on the sayings of the wise, week four. We'll do one more week next week with this. And these are found in Proverbs. Today, we're going to be in Proverbs 23, verses 29. And I think we're going to go to Proverbs 24, verse 9. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, we'll start with this. Um, with this, I'll have you read this section sure. on drunkenness. But just to refer, we we talked about drinking way back in episode nine. If you want to go back, it's a very short 11-minute mm-hmm. podcast. And it's called, Can I Drink and Still Be a Christian? Um, so I did not listen to it in before this. So I hopefully we didn't say anything wrong or we've changed our positions. I'm would, sure we didn't. Would we say anything wrong? We might. No, we would never do such a thing. No. no. But we do want to, if you want to go back, there is a very big distinction in the scriptures about drunkenness versus drinking Mm -hmm. and we'll talk about that again today but that one we really make the point where obviously the bible i mean jesus drank you know wine is a part of the uh, was a part of the culture and it's talked about a lot and then there also is talked about a lot not becoming drunk so let's you read and let's get into that okay so this is proverbs 23 beginning with verse 29 in the esv version okay so who has woe who has sorrow who has strife who has complaining (laughs) Who has wounds without cause? Who has redness of eyes? Those who tarry long over wine, those who go to try mixed wine. Do not look at wine when it is red, when it sparkles in the cup and goes down smoothly. For in the end it bites like a serpent and stings like an adder. Your eyes will see strange things and your heart utter perverse things. You will be like one who lies down in the midst of the sea, like one who lies on the top of a mast. They struck me, you will say, but I wasn't hurt. They beat me, but I didn't feel it. When shall I awake? I must have another drink. Yeah. It's an amazing passage. It right? is. It really yeah. is. I remember, I don't think I was very familiar with it at all. I don't know why. I've read the Proverbs. but Or maybe it just hit me differently. Something mm-hmm. about, we've talked about this before, you know, being in your 40s and stuff. I don't know if you're, to- for women at least, I yeah. think the tolerance changes. Something's happen. Um but I remember reading this one time and being like, yep, that's about, that's about sums it up. Yeah, it really does. It's, it's a great passage. And, you know, with this, this is Solomon, so you're talking about 1000 BC, roughly. Yeah, amazing. Uh, so it's incredible. You know, it's 30 centuries old, but it still speaks to us today. Right. Yeah, it, it's, a, it's a wonderful passage. And, you know, it begins with a couple of rhetorical questions. Yeah. You know, <laughs> who, who has woe, sorrow, so on and so forth. Redness of eyes, which yeah. I think is a great one, right? Mm-hmm. Redness of eyes. Uh, and then, you know, don't look at wine when it's red, when it sparkles in the cup. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think about all of those ads, like where they're pouring out the beer and it foams up to the right. top and oh, all that yes. kind of stuff. The right? alcohol advertising in the in our culture is is amazing. I mean, it's crazy. Oh yeah, it's pretty much you watch a Super Bowl. Every single commercial is either well, beer. It's, or... Yeah, it's kind of like if we didn't have uh, alcohol advertisers, we probably wouldn't have professional sports. I mean, yeah, because the, the two are yeah. go hand in hand. Right. Uh, and then this is the part I really like. It you know. Um, your eyes will see strange things. Your heart utter perverse things. You'll be like one who lies down in the midst of the sea, mm. like one who lies on the top of a mast. Mm. Uh, boy, isn't that the truth? You mm-hmm. know, when, uh, when when you've had too much to drink, you kind of people stumble around like mm-hmm. that, like they're they're in a ship at sea, um, and then you know you get sick. That mm-hmm. idea of nausea or mm-hmm. seasickness, yes, uh, you know, wells up within people. So I think it's just a tremendous image. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is. It's a it's an amazing passage, but we we should go back a little bit. So. Um, you know, there are passages in the scripture where, uh, wine, you know, is said to make life merry, um, you know, bringing joy to both God and man, it says in Judges. Um, so we have these passages 
where wine is spoken of the fruit of the mm-hmm. vine and we know the you know the jews at their seders mm-hmm. and at their shabbats and all their things there's a cup of blessing you yeah. know that they that they are pretty much commanded to drink i would right. say oh, okay and, and more to the point i mean jesus first miracle and last supper True. Were both wine okay right so. so we know there's a place for it yeah. but like all things they can be good good and bad right yeah. i mean just like you know the internet we can use it for good for right. great good and we can use it for great bad yep. um and so that is the key to all this because you know there is there also is in the scriptures like noah for instance he got drunk yeah. you know and bad things happened bad things happened right bad things happened you can look that up if you want to yeah, read that samson story samson gets drunk and bad things happen yep yeah. and well and then samson's told that he's not to drink Samson, no, right. no, no, Samson it's was not at a Samson. feast where bad things happen. Yes, he, because he's yeah. a Nazarite. So there right. are some people that are called right. not to drink. Mm-hmm. And Samson was one of them. Um, Aaron's sons, who were the, you know, in the priestly line, mm-hmm. they um, get drunk and they actually go into the tabernacle to like offer the sacrifice. Mm-hmm. And you know what happens to them? <laughs> they get burned with crisp. <laughs> yes, they? Yeah. They, they literally get consumed by fire. Yeah, it's not a good deal. No, it's not a good deal. So again, wine it's kind of neutral, I guess. It can be used for good. It can be used for bad. Yeah, no, right? that, that's a great way of putting it. And th- this is a tremendous passage, so I'd encourage yeah. people to read it for themselves. Uh, it's, it's, you know, Proverbs 23, verses 29 and following. It's a great passage, you know, and I, it, it kind of ends on a humorous note, you know, with this uh, this picture of the, the simile of the sea, you know, mm-hmm. being in a ship at sea and it's rocking mm-hmm. back and forth and mm-hmm. you can't get your feet under you and you feel sick to your stomach. And you're getting beat up, but you don't know it. I'm not hurt. <laughs> you know, I don't feel anything. I don't right. feel anything, but... Then you wake up, so I when, so I when will I wake up so I can find another drink? Yeah. There's actually kind of a sad note there. I, yeah, I mean, there very sad. And you know, of course, we're not talking about alcoholism. That's an entirely different thing. When when you're physically addicted, mm-hmm. this is what happens. You know, when I wake up, you want another drink, and kind of like this perpetual Groundhog Day. It just starts all over again. Yeah, and yeah, that's yeah. that's a that's a different place. That's a horrible and sad place, and that yeah. really is disastrous, right? Yeah, and I think uh, I would say that's why these warnings are, yes, in, the, exactly. are in the Bible mm-hmm. uh, to warn us. You know, God gave God gave this to us for good. However, it can be abused, and if it's abused, it becomes bad. It becomes very bad. Right. And so that's I, I would say why God gave these. Yeah. You know, I was I was thinking more of the humorous element. Uh, there is uh, an old Bill Cosby. Now I know he's fallen out of favor. Oh gosh, right? as has everyone else, yeah. but he really has. Yeah. He really did. Uh, but boy, he had an HBO special called Bill Cosby Himself. Oh, I think I've seen it. Where he had this whole long skit about uh, people who go out on Saturday night. And uh, and it just reminded me of this, you know, uh, <laughs> worshiping the porcelain goddess. And, oh, you know, No one loves gosh. me but you, O Toilet Bowl, that kind of oh, thing. Oh, Lord. And it just, it was absolutely hilarious. So th- that's kind of what I see this this uh, this thing from Proverbs, uh, is that it's a comedic take, but with a very serious uh, point to it. Okay. Namely that, you know, Bill, because Bill Cosby ended to skate with like, and these people call themselves smart, you know? Okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and that's, um, kind of, that's kind of, I kind of see the same basic idea there. Yes. And it's, it's humor, but with a point. Right. Yeah. Um, and then I was, when I was looking, or I think I was looking up something else and, um, or maybe it was when we were in Israel. I don't know. Apparently the Talmud, which is, uh, not biblical. It's sort of the Jewish, what is it? A commend compendium of kind of all the law and yeah. their commentary on it. Yes, the commentary. Yeah. It's kind right. of like the commentary. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the Talmud apparently says that the tree of knowledge was actually a grapevine. Oh, interesting. Right. So the fruit of the vine was actually what tripped Adam and Eve up. Well, that's interesting. Right. Isn't that? Because <laughs> uh, yeah, there were so many things like that in Israel where these are extra biblical things. So, uh-huh. you know, 
that's not part of our Christian tradition, but that's a part of the Jewish yeah. tradition. And so huh. I was like, oh, well, I mean, that makes sense in, in a way. Well, it does. Yeah. And, and, well, you know, in, in, in the Western Christian tradition, um, Adam and Eve always eat an apple. Right, right. But, which we know is probably not right. Right, because if, but that's just what the fruit is given. So perhaps It just says in, fruit in the Bible. It doesn't say apple. Right, it doesn't say apple, but it's always depicted as an apple tree, which is interesting. Yeah. Uh, and actually, and so, that's the comp- this whole company, the apple was found... Wasn't yeah. it founded off of like... Yeah. yeah, that's why there's a bite out of the apple. Because yes. uh, his idea was you know, to like, you know, kind of take the risk, live outside the box, don't do what people to tell you tell you to do, but buy our products. Right. Okay, yeah. interesting. Yeah, that's very interesting. Okay. Forbidden knowledge, that kind of stuff. I see. Okay. Yes, well now... There's a lot there. Going. We've gone way off track. Yes, we have. Apple to... Okay. Anyways... Well, let's move on then. Sure. Let's move on. So in verse 24, mm-hmm. now these are, it gets a little confusing yeah. here with the, the breaking up. Because remember, these are called 30 sayings of the wise, yeah. but they're not enumerated. The first, the second, the third. Well, the mine is. Well, ours are in the um, in the text, in the notes, but not in the text itself. Oh, right, right. Yeah, so Solomon didn't say. say first, no. da, 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 second, da, da, da. Someone else did that. Right. Got it. So this is verses uh, 1 and 2 is what I have. Mm-hmm. 24 verses 1 yep. and 2. Be not envious of evil men, nor desire to be with them, for their hearts devise violence and their lips talk of trouble. Mm. That was just to refresh that our memory verse from last week, if you remember, was my son, if your heart is wise, then my heart will be glad indeed. My inmost being will rejoice when your lips speak what is right. Mm-hmm. So this is the opposite. The yes. lips are speaking what is wrong. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And it's kind of like, uh, you know, last night at the baccalaureate service, the football coach mm-hmm. spoke, Shea Hendricks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he made a couple, uh, very brief talk. I think he made three or four points. But the one that really sticks with me uh, is he was talking about, uh, I think his, his quote was, show me your friends and I'll show you your future. Yes. And uh, this is kind of the same idea here, is that we're always attracted to hang out with the, the, the edgy crowd. But it's the edgy crowd that often gets themselves over the edge and into trouble. And so Right. Show me your friends, I'll show you your future. Mm-hmm. So that That's absolutely true. Good advice from a coach. You know, yeah, and just, just to lift up all the people that were involved in that, uh, both Coach Hendricks and Josh Bradshaw, mm-hmm. who is a young life leader in town, who are Sam and David have come to know in a Wednesday morning Bible study. I mean, just the benefit of having people like that in, oh, in your fantastic. kids' lives. I mean, both the coach and Josh really speak life. You talked about speaking life, but speak life into their into their lives. Oh, speak, I'm... yeah, speak life into their lives. Yeah, and I, you know, I'm so grateful instead to of that. death. Yeah, because as uh, you know, pastors' kids notoriously um, can be hard to raise. You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and and so I'm, I'm so grateful that we have you know a, mm-hmm. a believing football coach mm-hmm. that we have a parachurch minister, Josh Bradshaw, mm-hmm. who really takes the boys mm-hmm. under his wings and. It's just fantastic. Yeah. I'm sorry. It was actually a coach that talked about speak life yes. versus speaking death, mm-hmm. not you. Yes. Yeah. So thanks for that, both of them. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, yeah. Is that all we want to say about that yeah, one? Yeah, because mm-hmm. that was kind of self-explanatory. Yeah. Should I go to the next one? Mm-hmm. Okay. This is a good one. So this is kind of, should I do them all? Or? Do 21, tw- three and four, okay. which is saying 21. By wisdom, a house is built, and by understanding, it is established. By knowledge, the rooms are filled with all precious and pleasant riches. Right. And we've often talked about how, you know, a lot of these things, Jesus spoke something very similar. Yeah. So this would be similar to, you know, his sermon about building your house on a rock mm-hmm. and a firm foundation instead of on the sand, which is in Matthew 7, I think. But yeah. um, that's what the point is here, building your house on a spiritual foundation. Yeah. And, uh, and here the image is a little different. And so Jesus talks about the foundation. And here it's more of the, the decorations, so okay. to speak, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, but it's this, it's the same thing, you know. So by wisdom, a house is built. By understanding, it's established. By knowledge, the rooms are filled. 
So in other words, you know, if you follow wisdom, you'll have the good life. Mm-hmm. If you want things that are good, precious, pleasant, follow wisdom and your, your house, your life will be filled with them. Okay. So. Mm-hmm. Next one? Sure. Okay. Uh, verses five. Five and six. Yeah. Five and six. A wise man is full of strength and a man of knowledge enhances his might. For by wise guidance, you can wage your war and in abundance of counselors, there is victory. Yes, that's that's a much quoted um, mm-hmm. proverb. Very far. Mine says, "And victory is won through many advisors." Yeah. In other words, take people's advice. Yeah, and and a wise man is full of strength. You know, we all want to be strong, uh, but I think that the point of this parable is the, of this proverb is that strength is not just a physical thing. There's also a, a spiritual element to it, a mental. You know, a wise man is full of strength. A man of knowledge enhances his might. Mm. So if you really want to be strong, it's not just a matter of brute strength but how to use that strength how to employ it um yeah so definitely by wisdom you can gain uh gain victory you know i think for example of good old vladimir putin oh boy right i mean according to all the everything on paper the the uh, russian army should have just simply steamrolled the ukrainians they had a massive uh, a massive advantage in raw power but he did not have wise counsel Apparently not. And he got himself bogged down. Now it looks like he's probably destroyed his army. And you wonder if the Russian army is on the ropes. What's going to happen to Russia itself? What will happen to Putin? Mm -hmm. Uh, And all because he didn't surround himself with wise counselors who can say, well, you know, this is a good idea and that's not a good idea. And maybe you should think about going this way. You know, maybe not launch a three-pronged attack that no one's ever been able to succeed before. Right. Well, I mean, we can say the exact same thing for our own leadership. We can. I mean, if you you could just take Afghanistan as an example, mm-hmm. but you could take so many things that he's surrounded himself with counselors that I do not believe are wise for sure in the direction that we're going in. And, and yeah. many, it's not just Afghanistan, but yeah. Um, and uh, sadly, he really needs wise counselors because he, it's become increasingly apparent how not altogether he is. Yes. Yeah. He's amusing, but not always there. No. Right. Right. Yeah sad it's very sad it is, it's and very so sad. we really need wise counselors there and i don't really see that we have them so no yeah but we should end on a high note though yeah we got in okay. on a high note are we already at the end uh yeah we're getting okay. there okay what do we got so i have let's see uh, verse seven wisdom is too high for a fool in the gates he does not open his mouth mm. um, well they usually do open their mouths they do and that, that's the thing about proverbs is that mm-hmm. you can find a proverb for just about every situation you know there's another proverb that says i the can't opposite. remember the exact wording mm-hmm. but you know, um, a fool is always running his mouth. Right. Is, is right. kind of what it comes down to. Mm-hmm. And here it says, you know, uh, wisdom is so high that it causes the fool to shut his mouth. Yeah. Well, mine says in the assembly at the gate, they must not open their mouth. So it's kind of like an admonition. Like, yeah. don't talk if don't you don't talk. know what you're saying. <laughs> right. You know. If you don't have anything nice to say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you know, it's, there's something to be said. I know um, some Bible studies um, don't, well, BSF in general, <laughs> you know, if you hadn't done your homework, this was back in the day, they've changed so many of their rules. If you hadn't done your homework, you weren't allowed to participate, mm-hmm. uh, which is, you know, I, I mean, I, there's value in that. I get that. Um, when I teach, I say, even if you haven't done your homework, we'd love to have you participate just because right. there's value in that too. But, you know, if you don't know what you're talking about, maybe you shouldn't talk. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, I think that's, that's a very good idea. Mm-hmm. If you don't know what you're talking about, don't talk. And I think also what I see here is is this idea of uh, people think that they are smart, you know, the fools, but mm-hmm. when they're actually met with uh, with genuine wisdom, it's the sort of thing where it causes you to like uh, 
you don't know what to say. Right. Okay. You're like, wow, I'm out of words. I have no, I have no response to that. Right. And this is what happened to Jesus all the time, mm-hmm. right? They came yeah, up exactly. and challenged him. Right. And then he would spout some wisdom, like whether it was about the coin, you know, Caesar's mm-hmm. coin or, I mean, there's so many examples and they were, it says they had nothing to say. Yeah, exactly. So that's, that's a perfect illustration. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Thank you. Last two verses here. Yes. Okay. Verses eight and nine. Whoever plans to do evil will be called a schemer. The devising of folly is sin, and the scoffer is an abomination to mankind. Oh my goodness, we have to read it in the NIV too, because right yours ahead. is so strange. Whoever plots evil will be known as a schemer. The schemes of folly are sin, and people detest a mocker. Oh yeah, that's yeah, different. it's quite a bit different. Yes, yes. What do we want to say about this? Um, well, I, I like that last part there. That mm-hmm. you know, there's there's kind of an increasing level of uh, of bad things. So whoever mm-hmm. plans to do evil. It's called a schemer. Mm-hmm. Uh, the devising of folly is a sin, mm-hmm. but the scoffer is an abomination to everyone. Everybody hates the mocker, uh, and that's true. That there's uh, there there is that character who's kind of like the bomb thrower. I guess mm-hmm. we could call him out there, or the person who just uh, for whom nothing is sacred, nothing is holy, nothing is precious. Uh, and, and that's the person who uh, everyone hates and rejects. Right. Well, and you you can think about it how we make a mockery of the law. Like for instance, you know. I guess California's got this thing where anything under nine hundred fifty dollars is, yeah. is decriminalized. Like you won't you won't get in trouble for stealing stuff as long as it's up to nine. It's less than nine hundred fifty dollars. Yeah, so these people just in the you know just they're videotaping themselves stealing, and I'm laughing. It's horrible. Um, stealing all this stuff in broad daylight, right. knowing no one is going to do anything about it. Yeah. Yeah, no, no one can do anything about it. Right. Because even if the shop owners stop them, then they can be arrested for battery if they hurt the person. Right. I mean, it's just insane. phenomenal. Right. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, there's some folly right there. Mm-hmm. There yeah. is some folly. There is some folly. So that brings us all the way up through uh, chapter 24, verse 10. We'll yeah. pick it up tomorrow. Yeah, next, next time. Week. And that's a great verse right there, actually. But anyways, let's, we're going to pick it up. We're going to do one more um week of these sayings of the wise and then we will move on to something else yeah so what's our memory verse yes oh we forgot to figure well, that I out i was thinking what chapter think? 24 okay. uh verse either verses five and six or just verses six for by wise guidance you wage war and in abundance of counselors there is victory okay so i'd say either that one or the building a house but you wanted the war imagery, yes. You're well, a man like and I like the house. You okay. like the war. Well, I, That's I, okay. No, I like the war. That's okay. Yeah. I will shut men... my mouth in the face of wisdom. No, yes. no, no. Let's do the war one. Let's do oh, okay. it because, you know. Yeah. Good. Yeah. All right. So do you want to read it in yours? Um, well, let's see. So mine is surely you need guidance to wage war and victory is won through many advisors. I feel like the NIV is easier to memorize. What does yours say? Uh, for by wise guidance you can wage your war and in abundance of counselors there is victory okay so let's let them choose you choose either whichever you want but probably i will be memorizing niv and probably you'll memorize esv that's That's the way we always do things yep yep all right have a great week okay